Alrighty, righty, Rue. Let's continue with this reading of the posts. I don't give a fuck if you guys find it funny or not, but I like it because I reread the shit that I like said, and I was fucking dying my ass off in my house. All right, so we ended with uh, the one that's something about the green cream. All right, here we go. So it starts with, I got hit on the arm with a bottom of a walk one time. So you got hit on the arm with a bottom of a walk one time. That's the worst accident you've ever had while working. Good for you. Maybe you've been working for like two days. A guy I was working with sliced a good half inch of his finger off on a deli slicer. Half inch of the fingers, the whole nail, okay. And then proceeded to freak out and bleed all over the kitchen, including getting blood in the fryers during a rush. It was horrible. Well, it's not that horrible about the blood in the fryers, because I mean, although it is human blood, anything that he could have had or potentially had would be immediately vaporized in the hot oil. Would you change the fryers? Probably, because that's fucking gross. But then again, like I said, it's not the end of the world. I'm sure people have done worse. Half a inch of his finger, I'm pretty sure it was less. I was cutting bread loaves, but I sliced the tip of my thumb. Okay, that's not a really terrible accident. <laughs> Put my whole hand under the coffee jar because it didn't seem hot. It was very, very hot. Okay, so now... You put your whole hand under the coffee jar, but it didn't seem hot. What's a coffee jar? How do you put your hand under a coffee jar? Why would you put your hand under a coffee jar? Obviously, if it was hot, but we don't know what happened afterwards. Okay. This one says, cutting lemons wasn't my side work for the day. And it's like the smallest, teeniest, tiniest. Looks like a fucking paper cut on her index finger. Okay. You clearly weren't wearing a glove either. I dropped a tray of 30 shots. Concern face, concern face, concern face, concern face, concern face. I placed half of the tray on the bar edge and then held the other half. It got loose and they all dropped. It was horrible. The bartender was so upset, but literally I am a really good worker and I really respect my bartender. He didn't say anything. He made them again. Thank you. Okay. That's not an accident. That's just, you're just an idiot. Fell down the stairs while carrying a tray of dinners for a banquet. What is with these people and carrying trays of full of shit down dangerous things? Like the other one with the hot teapots. Like, just put it on a rack. Or just, if you, if you don't know how to handle a tray, just walk down with it one at a time. Had a hot water decanter explode and burning hot water all down my legs and hand. Emoji of a hand. Well, decanters are usually not for water. Um, decanters are for wine. And decanters are for two things. Is letting the wine breathe and then catching sediment. If that is um, an unfiltered wine. So if you're putting hot water in a decanter, it would explode because you're a dumbass. And next time, maybe use the water pitcher. Okay. Dropped 127 wings one day. This guy had counted 127 wings and he dropped them. Now, either he had 130 wings and he just dropped and the three of them were left on the tray. He counted them after he dropped them. I don't know why he knows exactly how many wings there were. And I don't know why there's 127. But that's the worst accident he's had. Okay. Dropped a Tabasco bottle. The sauce and broken glass got in my eyes. Ooh. I don't know what's worse. If it's the sauce or the broken glass. That's fucked up. But now you know what an oyster feels like when we shuck it live and then we pour Tabasco sauce on it. I slipped and fractured my shoulder. I don't know, emoji. I know. You, I don't know. You're dumb. That's, that's what it is. Uh, next one. I work at a restaurant that specializes in seafood and I've never shuck an oyster before. I had to shuck a dozen oysters. I got four done with no problem. Um, well, probably not no problem if you've never shucked an oyster before. It's not no problem. You probably had some problem. But on the fifth oyster, my hand slipped 
the shell out of my oyster. Hang on. My hand slipped. The shell of the oyster slipped open. My glove cut my nail in half, started bleeding. Throw away the oyster. When to my chef, when to my chef to tell him I need Band-Aid. And he asked me if I was able to finish the oysters before I cut myself. Well, I like the chef, but then did he teach you how to shuck the oysters before he made a comment like that? Because if he had, then yes. But if he hadn't, then he's a fucking douchebag. Masturbated after chopping jalapenos. Yo, that is an accident. And I, I'm so happy to hear that someone masturbates at work. At least it's not shitting your pants like everyone else. But goddamn, bro. And it's not jalapenos. He wrote jalapanos. Jalapanos. So he masturbated after chopping jalapanos. Yikes. So wait. Wait a minute. Hang on. Let me get this straight. Now, I don't want to get too crazy here, but you, were you chopping them with both hands? Because usually you, you hold the knife the same hand you masturbate. huh? So what are you doing? You got, you got, you got that long of a schlong? You got double-handed? Cool. This guy says she got pregnant. Another accident. That's I get it. I get it. It's hilarious. You're not the first one to write that, though, so it's not that funny. Nearly lost a thumb because I was cutting up cooked chicken and I sliced me instead. Right through the nail. It was bad. Okay, cool. It was cooked chicken. That's, that's not the end of the world. Cut my left hand pinky that I end up cutting my tendons. Uh, okay, that's weird. Someone says, I did the same thing. Oh my God, there's a picture of someone's with half their fucking, legitimately half their pinky gone. I don't think it's real. It can't be real. No, it is. They're in the emergency room. Wow, is that the same guy? That's the same guy. Dude, he's got no pinky. That's a lot more than a half. That's like literally legitimately true. He cut half of his pinky off. Wow. Was closer to the palm. Then I was 18 or 19 working at blah, 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 steakhouse working prep. You had it worse than me? Did you end up damaging tendons or nerves? So this guy goes, there's a chick actually goes, yep, I don't have any feeling in my left pinky. Amazing thing is, it's such a small scar that you wouldn't think it did any damage. The point of the knife hit just right. I haven't had any feeling since. No, stick it up your ass then. My punishment for causing the workers' comp claim. Dish duty for the next two weeks, even though I couldn't get my finger wet. I had an asshole ex-marine for a manager, so he thought he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah, that's not cool, uh, gentlemen and ladies. If someone files, um, has an accident at the workplace and workers' comp and you punish them for it, not only can you get prosecuted, you can get like arrested and shit. Because that's more than harassment. That's straight up like, well, it is harassment, but it's like bad. Damn. I had two, I have two that are along the lame lines. What are the lame line? Once I dropped the beer bottle after cleaning a table, bent down to pick it up, and the broken bottleneck had ja- had a jagged edge that were in between my middle and ring fingers in my hand. I can move the two fingers and see inside my hand. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, did you get that? He can move the two fingers and see inside of his hand. Kind of like a, a really, really bad menstruating. I don't know. Hmm. Second, I dropped a bottle of club soda on the carpet. Sounded like a bomb went off. I knelt down to pick up the pieces, and the bottle top with broken shards of glass went an inch deep in my knee. Glad I'm used to fucking myself up. Used some super glue after cleaning and went back to work. What kind of soda? Soda. Okay, it was just a soda bottle. Okay, I thought he said seltzer. I was like, what kind of fucking seltzer comes in a glass bottle? I got caught in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get caught in the dishwasher? Were you inside of him when, when, when you like, you know, <laughs> get it? But somebody actually says, How the heck did you do this? And this guy says, Reaching in to pull out a metal spoon, then fell in the conveyor. The spoon pinned my hand. What kind of spoon were you reaching out? Were you reaching for like a Fred Flintstone spoon? Second degree burns from a cooker blowing up. A cooker blew up. What's a cooker? Like a slow cooker or pressure cooker, probably. But that's cool. Broke my elbow. Okay. How do you break? Okay. 
Our pressure cooker blew up. Oh, another one. Thank God it didn't hit our cook. Yes, thank God. My dumbass dipped my whole hand in the deep fryer again when I was making round of chicken fried steaks. Third degree burns. What is with you people? What is with you people in the deep fryers? Okay, like in my opinion, deep fryer is one of the easiest stations in the restaurant. Easy, super simple. Everything is one temperature, fucking fried. You know what I mean? I would say that Garmanger or salads is, is the easiest station, but it's not because there's a lot of things in that station to do. There's not a lot of cooking involved, but there's a lot of prep and there's a lot of execution involved. And most restaurants throw dessert on the same station too because they think the same way. And then it becomes like one of the hardest stations because now you're doing two fucking things. So yeah, but fry, like frying is just, just there's, you have one job. You have one job to stay safe. Just don't touch the hot, hot oil. So he dipped his whole hand in the deep fryer. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why? Broke my arm in two places. Ouch. Okay. How? You don't know how? Just ouch. Okay, ouch. Kind of stupid, but I fell into a five... Oh, here we go. Fell into a five-foot deep ditch in the dark. That is kind of stupid because how could you have been at work doing this? And why was it dark? And why was there a five-foot deep ditch? And where are you working? Slip and fell and broke my tailbone. Ugh, so much pain. Yes, it does suck. But that's not enough of a story to make fun of. I guess, I guess, okay. Actually cut part of my finger off. Blood everywhere. Got taken to med center, got patched up and taken home even though I was still wanted to work and was told to keep and had rested and elevated for two to three days. I went back to work in the morning and had no man's comp, had workman's comp, I guess, I guess what he meant. He had no workman's comp on the side note because someone had to clean my blood up and the piece I cut off was too small to sew back on. Besides, I left it at someone threw it away so i have been thrown away literally before that made no sense and i'm not going to reread that because there's no punctuation whatsoever fractured my wrist and toward all the tendons from my fingers to my shoulder on my right arm how though but i want to know what you were doing if you're going to do that if you're going to you know, just sense either either post a picture or tell the story and then how it happened same thing happened to me and it just shows a picture of a thing okay cool Oh my goodness, I got lucky. I put my hand on cold water immediately and did no damage. My knee twisted and popped out of place when I was behind a bar with about nine customers. All of them laughed until they heard I was actually hurt. Then one lady came to help me. So out of the nine customers, or guests actually, none of them were guys. And the guy, none of the guys got up. That's fucked up. Only a lady came to help you? Damn. Took off right index finger on meat slicer. Ooh. Put end in cup and drove to hospital driving manual transmission. Bloody shifter. That was cute. I like that. I get it. That's funny. Manual transmission. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. I like it. Did it get sewn on? I don't know. Cut tips off too. Yeah, I'm not going to be the boring ones. He's stupid. Boiling water dumped over my head. Was it like a, uh, like, did you win a football game and instead of Gatorade, it was a hot pot of water? Like, what the fuck? Not me, but one of our prep cooks ate it, coming out of the pit and tore a ligament under his knee cap and needed surgery. What's a pit? Barbecue? When I was in high school, I worked at Arby's and my managers were wipe was wiping down the wall behind the deep fryers and slipped and went both arms elbow deep in the deep fryer. Was he wiping with both arms? Was it Mr. Miyagi style? What the f- slipped how? It was behind the fryers too, so there's usually a wall behind the fryers like the fryers have a wall where you hang the baskets so if you were wiping the wall behind them well maybe he was wiping that wall that i'm speaking of but either way like both arms elbow deep in the fryer oh, yeah. what the fuck man 
cover them. You know, there's covers for deep fryers, right? There's like metal sheets that come over deep fryers. And if you don't know that, then um, you're dumb. And if you do know that, ask your manager or your boss where they are so you can cover them so this shit doesn't happen. Dripping frozen, dr- dripping frozen foots on my foot that was once broken. Zero, zero understanding of what the fuck that was. Slice the tip of my knuckle off, not a big deal. I would bartend part-time for a year, I said. After six months, they made me manager. Cool. Now, after 20 years of GMing, big successful restaurants, I'm pissed I never had the time for wife and kids. Nobody really gives a head up when starting, huh? Ha ha. They give all kids a heads up now when they ask for a promotion. So what's the accident here? You choosing to work where you worked? Or did someone force you to work there? Or are you just too dumb to do anything else? Your punctuation seems okay, so you're smarter than half these people. What the fuck, man? Stop being a bitch. I put a boning knife through my palm when a server behind me slipped and grabbed me to catch herself. It was crazy and weird as hell. Why would you... Like, so I can imagine this, like somebody like grab, he's like cutting shit and somebody grabs him because they were falling. And so he doesn't fall. He stabs his own hand to like, (laughs) oh my God. I dropped a whole skid of paint off a forklift weighing over 2000 pounds of paint went everywhere. That's a pretty bad accident, I guess. There's nobody got hurt, but it is an accident. And 2000 pounds of paint is a lot of paint. What color paint was it though? We need to know, bro. Come on. On the right palm dessert glass broken in my... Had had two snitches put in, then the zone space out with, I can't, I can't finish this. I tried to catch a fillet knife, stabbed the palm of my hand, another one. I tried to catch a fillet knife, uh, stabbed the palm of my hand, ended up with like eight stitches, but a shit ton of scar tissue removed from the inside of my hand. This is the chick that had her mom like fall in the fryer, I think. First of all, a fillet knife, I don't think it was a fillet knife that you caught because a fillet knife is flexible. Hence, um, it's called a fillet knife because you cut fillets of fish with it. So it's flexible so you can go along the bone. If you tried to catch it, it had to have been either a 60-pound fillet knife to get eight stitches or you caught it like like someone catches a baseball. Like when you kind of go forward while it... What the fuck? These aren't as fun as I thought they were going to be. Injured three places in my back. Sometimes I can hardly walk. Never called EMT because I was your dumb because I was the only one cooking at the White House restaurant. Had to protect my place of employment. I don't know if this was the actual White House or it was a White Castle. She's pretty hot, though. We'll check it out later. Last one, and then we're going to go on to something else. I have slipped and fallen more times than I can count. Okay. You can't... Really? Okay. I finally got the best pair of shoes I could buy and put an end to that. So you finally bought non-stick shoes. Got it. Non-slip shoes. Sorry. Got it. Got it. The most painful, though, was when I pulled the green beans out of the steamer and then juice splashed on my arm, (laughs) giving me the third-degree burns. It was awful. I also had hot gravy splatter up on my chest, and there is still a scar. All right. We're going to end it with that because I'm curious as to if people know the difference between first, second, and third-degree burns. Um, Your skin layer, your skin is called the epidermis, right? So there's several layers of your epidermis. So like the dead skin that falls off on the top, like when you bite your cuticles, that's the first layer of epidermis. Or like when you when you like do the cheese grater on your uh, on your feet, that's the first layer of epidermis. Then there's a second, a third, and I don't even remember how many there are, but there's a lot. So like if you pull your hair out, that little sting, that's because it's like in the second layer of epidermis. Third degree burns pretty much burns through all of the layers of epidermis down to muscle tissue. So for third-degree burns, usually happen with something like sugar, hot caramel sugar. 
which like that guy said about the tomato sauce, it just stays there. It doesn't move because you're an idiot and you didn't move it. If you have caramel or melted sugar drop on your skin, it's almost impossible to move because it immediately solidifies and it continues to burn. So it's like it's hotter than hot plastic. And it's one of the worst burns you could possibly have is sugar because the temperature is super high. And like I said, you, it's almost impossible to remove because it literally immediately cools down by touching your skin and then solidifies. So now you just have your candied hand or whatever, right? Third degree burns happen with motorcycle mufflers. So if you touch with your calf a motorcycle muffler, that can give you a third degree burn because it's hot metal and it's super, 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 super singeing, right? Maybe steam can give you a third degree burn, but not steam that comes out of a steamer unless you hold your hand there for fucking 40 seconds like a dumbass. Steam like from a radiator when it's like, I don't know if you guys remember radiators, but at the side of them, they have these like small spigots that it would release pressure from once in a while. So if you like broke it for some reason, I know this because it happened to me. I broke it off and then the, the shit went everywhere and I burned my finger. I don't think it was the third degree burn, but I remember it, like, it, was, it was pretty bad. So like a like pressurized steam could give you a third degree burn. I don't think fryer oil can give you a third degree burn unless you fry your hand for a while. Oh my God. All right, hang on one more. Cut through my index finger with the lid of a can of 8040s to the bone. Don't know what 8040s are, never see it. I could see it, the bone, I guess. Took off the end of my index and middle fingers using an eight-inch chef knife to chop bacon. Barehanded cast iron out of a 450-degree oven. My my sir, I don't know how you've made it this far in life, but those three accidents clearly, clearly prove that you should probably, if you're going to work in the restaurant, do something that doesn't involve heat and or sharp metal objects. So probably be a host or a busboy. But if you're a busboy, don't pick up silverware. Just like wipe the tables down or some shit. You know what I mean? All right, that's it for that. Um, a bunch of states are opening up. So they're opening up uh, Georgia, Florida, some shit like that. Uh, restaurants are able to open at 50% capacity, 25% capacity. And a lot of people are happy about that because, you know, they get to come in and make money. But now when the people are coming in, they're temperaturing, they're, they're, giving, they're taking everyone's temperature. And um, I guess I don't know what kind of thermometers they're using. But there's two problems right there. One, if you're using a thermometer that involves you to touch every guest, you're fucking everyone over because you can pass the virus on if they still have it. And two, not everybody has a fever. Not everybody that has the coronavirus has a fever. So like I had a coronavirus. I'm pretty sure although I never got tested because they kicked me out because they were saving it for people that were dying. Um, I never had a fever. Never. Like I just couldn't smell. So what are they going to do? Like, you know, what are you going to do for people like me? You're going to make me, you're going to be a sniff test. Like, what's this, sir? And then like, close your eyes and put a piece of garlic in front of me. And like, can you smell this? And then the other people are using lasers, the same thermometers that we use to measure like fridges and air conditioning ducts to see if they're working or not. Those laser thermometers aren't very accurate and it depends on where you point it. So like if you point it at my shirt, it's not going to give you a fair reading. And if you point it at my hand, it's not going to give you a fair reading. You got to point it at somewhere that's like sensitive and where your true temperature lies, which is why they put thermometers under your armpit or under your tongue or something like that. So taking temperatures, I guess, is a good precaution somewhat because you could, but then again, if someone's sick, why the fuck would you go out? What's wrong with you? Like you're sick, stay home. You know what I mean? So that's cool, I guess. We'll see what happens there. But I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm gonna follow what New York's doing considering New York is responsible for, or New York has the highest amount of cases in anywhere and the United States of America is responsible for more than 25% 
of the deaths of the um, whole world. So not only did we lose the battle of you know, not being prepared, we're actually opening things and going. China's reporting no deaths, zero deaths because of the virus. Yeah, okay, zero death. Nobody, so everyone just stopped dying all of a sudden. They figured it out, blah, 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 blah. Some people are saying that it's going to open when they create, come up with a vaccine. A vaccine is almost impossible to come up with at this point because we don't even know what the fuck it is. The other day when I was freaking out and being a little bitch, I said that, uh, you know, the virus is attacking other organs. So this virus might be, might, I'm not a doctor either. You guys are right. So this doctor, this doctor, this virus might still be evolving, which means that if it is, we, it's going to take us forever to find a vaccine. The tuberculosis vaccine that was given, administered to the people that are asymptomatic. They're not exactly sure that it works, but they don't know. Now, the new statistic I heard was, is that women are recovering quicker than men. I don't believe that, but it might be true. So that what they're doing is they're giving men estrogen to try to see if uh, that'll work. So I don't know if you guys know what that is. But estrogen is basically like the hormone in women that makes women. Women is the opposite of testosterone. If a man starts taking estrogen, he starts turning into a woman, essentially. That is how people that are uh, transsexual, they transition that way. So men take estrogen, women take testosterone, and then they kind of grow boobs and vice versa and yada, yada, yada. Uh, this statistic wasn't from a completely reliable source, so I'm not sure and I haven't followed up. I just heard it, so I wanted to share it with you guys. So at this point in time, I think like the, the critics... Are just grasping at anything. And then I heard somebody say the other day that crime is down. Crime is down because criminals are afraid to steal shit because they think that it's going to have the virus. I don't think that's why crime is down. I think crime is down because everyone is home. And most crimes happen to people when they're not home. The thief goes into the house when he knows no one's home. If everyone's home, watching their cars, can't really uh, steal that shit, you know? What I don't understand is why criminals aren't robbing stores. And it was funny because like... Putting a mask on before going inside of a place has like a strangely nostalgic feeling for me personally, and the reasons I don't really want to disclose. But it's strange, like like it's got this one. It's like a motion that you do that reminds you of something in the past, and it kind of like stirs up these nervousness, you know. So <laughs> it's weird to me that like there's not reports everywhere of people just robbing motherfuckers with the masks on, like walk into a Seven Eleven with a mask on and rob this shit. What are they going to say to the cops? The cops could watch you put a mask on before they go in and they won't do a thing because they know that you're probably doing it because of the coronavirus. Just don't make it a ski mask. Make it like a face mask. People on Amazon are just robbing motherfuckers blind. Right? Somebody just bought like five face masks for $230. Like, you know, the cool ones with the Velcro on the back and stuff. $230 for five. Yikes. I mean, it's good that, it's good that uh, people are wearing taking safety precautions and wearing masks but $230 and that's a lot that's a lot of money to be charging somebody for some bullshit fucking people over man it's crazy and then uh, identity theft is another one because there's a lot of people dying a lot of people dying frees up a lot of names you know a lot of people that are dead now are no longer dead they're resurrected as someone else because like we know what their names are we could take their names take the social security numbers and then just continue our delivering our lives as them but they're dead. Yay. <laughs> so I think if that same sense, maybe criminals could start faking their deaths. So like, oh, what happened to Dimitri? Oh, he died with coronavirus. Yep. He's not here anymore. My name is Robert. Robert Polanski. That's my name. How you doing? 
What's up? Robert, it says here you're 68 years old. I am. Because of the coronavirus, I have a Benjamin Button kind of fucking thing going on. And I'm younger now. What's up? Yeah. And it says you're also African-American. That's right. I am. Pigmentation of the skin changed. Crazy, crazy things, man. Estrogen. That's what it does, officer. What are you going to do? Uh, I guess you're good to go. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, man. So there's got to be a way to capitalize on this for the bad people out there, you know? The people that are making their money doing everything other than working. And then, um, so I apply. I did my tax return. Haven't gotten it yet. It's pending. I, I asked for my um, stimulus check. You can't do it until your tax return gets filed. It's filed. No, no, until it gets processed. Okay. Applied for unemployment. Pending. So now I am withering away at my last couple of dollars with all this money that's pending and I have no fucking clue when it's coming. So I think pretty soon I'm going to have to uh, throw a ski mask on the old school way and get some cash. And I'm sure with any profession, it's uh, some things can get taught, some things just can't be taught. I mean, they can be taught, but nobody will listen. And if they listen, they'll ignore it in one ear and out the other. No matter how many times you tell them, some things just have to be learned the hard way. Much like kids, which I, having a kid, 100% agree that kids are like drunk adults. It's insane, the similarities that they have. You know, the way they act, the way they behave physically and mentally, the way they think, you know, just picture your best friend wasted. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I swear to God. Fine. Crashing all over the place. Jesus, John. Should have went home hours ago. Oh, I'm fine. You know, so I uh, like to, <laughs> I have a kid and uh, I got her this chair. It's a swinging hammock chair thingy. And of course, naturally, the first thing she does is she starts spinning around in it as fast as she can. Because psychology states that no matter what age we're in, we're always looking for a way to escape reality. Meaning, to alter our state of mind any way we can to see a difference. Because life, no matter how cool or happy you may be, gets monotonous and annoying. And we look for things, outlets to escape. If you've ever played like skip the crack or skip on the crack not actual crack cocaine but like when you're walking on the sidewalk and there's cracks in the road and you as a kid you don't step on the cracks because it's lava that is believe it or not a child's way of getting high or for instance this is and that's just mental this is more physical so a kid spins around until he gets dizzy or she gets dizzy that is a child's way of getting stoned like right now would you spin around just to feel weird no you'd smoke some pot you know what i mean or drink a beer kids can't do that yet so they choose other ways but just goes to show that no matter how old you are young or old you're always looking for ways to do that not necessarily because you don't like where you're at just because you like the comparison of having something different would a kid like to live perpetually in a state of dizziness I certainly hope not i don't think so but it's kind of fun to see it anyway so she starts spinning and spinning and i say hey munchkin don't spin too much you're gonna get dizzy she looks at me with the the fuck do you know kind of look you know <laughs> So I let it ride. I said, maybe this one should learn the hard way. Sure enough, minutes later, she walks in. Daddy, daddy. Yes, princess. My tummy doesn't feel right. Oh, no, princess. What happened? I don't know. And as she walks in the door, she stumbles as if she was a drunk person. <laughs> that was too wasted. Did not want to admit that they were drunk. Did not want to admit that they're drinking. They want to keep going. They wanted, so I was like, why don't you lay down? 
you know, take a little nap. I'm not taking a nap. I'm not doing that. It's too early for me to nap. We have so many more things to do. Stumbling around a little bit. <laughs> you're, you're drunk. Go home, you know? <laughs> and uh, so finally she lays down. She fights it and fights it and fights it until I say, listen, I'm going to set an alarm for an hour. Okay, you watch me do it. When it rings, I'll wake you up. Knowing full, just like you tell your drunk friend, you know? Listen, at 8 o'clock, I'm going to wake you up. We're going to go out. Don't worry about it. Do you ever wake George back up? Of course not. You let him sleep. He's wasted. It's just going to be a drag on your day if he comes out. Obviously, that's not the, kid, the case with my kid, but I don't want to wake my kid if she doesn't want to wake up. So I do let the hour pass. I kind of give her a little nudge, like, hey, you know, an hour passed. She looks at me like, <laughs> like a drunk George would because I'm trying to wake him up. Oh, man, it just goes to show, man. People tell me a lot that I act like a kid. Like, oh, you're 36 years old. Like, you always act like a kid. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's fine. I'm probably smarter than you, but that's okay. And then, then they're like, oh, that's even more of an excuse to not, not act like a kid. And I was like, well, what the fuck do you know? I'm smarter than you. You know, like, how would you tell me that I'm doing something wrong? I act like a kid because it makes me happy. Okay, I'm not the richest person in the world. I'm not the most handsome person in the world. I'm not the nicest person in the world. I'm not a saint. I'm actually an asshole. I guess a decent, decently good-looking asshole with money enough to have a roof over my head in a pool. It's not mine, but I swim in it. But the point is, is that I'm happy. I like being happy, and I enjoy being happy. And I like fucking with people that are all serious and shit and sitting there worried about their stocks plummeting. Well, you shouldn't have bought stocks in the first place, dickhead. You know what I mean? What, 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 what are you doing? You were all cool back then with your numbers up. Now your numbers are down. Who's acting like a kid now? You're sitting there whining like a little bitch. You're worse than I am. You're acting like a kid, but a whiny kid. At least I'm a cool kid that's happy all the time. But when I act like a kid with my munchkin... I'm one-on-one with her because I still use words like, for instance, and exceptionally, and things like that. But we say it in contexts that are different. For instance, she knows all the curse words in all three languages, Spanish, Russian, and English. Does she use them? Very, very rarely, but always, always, always the way they're supposed to be used. I think the other day she was like playing pretend in school, and she's like, get the shit out of here. I was like, did you just say shit? But she said it in a perfect way. I remember the first time she said it, it was perfect. She was standing there on a stool trying to put a picture up on the wall, and she was holding a juice box by the straw. So not, no hands, just by the straw. So clearly this is an incident waiting to happen. Sure enough, the juice box slipped out of the straw. Straw in her mouth, juice box goes splat on the floor. She looks down and she goes, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> she was like three. I was laughing my ass off. My ex, you know, my ex at the time was like, that's not funny. I was like, it is. It is funny. It is funny. And I'm not telling her to curse, go cursing at everybody. I always tell her that it's always good to know them, but not good to say them. She, she understands. And a lot of people scrutinize me for talking to kids like they were adults. I'm not talking to them about murder and all the bad stuff going on. I'm just using bigger words, and I'm treating them like an adult. At first, they look at me confused, but then they see the reaction that their parents or the people around them give me, and they automatically start listening. Not only listening, they understand. And maybe she won't be able to repeat words like, for instance, she won't say for instance, but if someone else says it, she'll know that it means an example. All right. There was a really, really bad man who was born on April 20th that said, if I could have your kids from one to five, I could have them for the rest of my life, which means that that's when kids develop memories that stays with them. So if God forbid something bad happens to a kid, it could split their personality from one to five. So if you treat a kid with respect from one to five, like an adult, talk to them like an adult, meanwhile still implementing rules like a kid, letting them learn it the hard way in some things, you know, 
I think that uh, unless you're a complete douche, or unless I'm complete wrong, completely wrong, which lots of psychology textbooks say I'm not, you're going to have a kid that's a little bit more intuitive than the next kid that's still eating his boogers.